Hello, hello. Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, a daily podcast by Origin Gate. My name is Elijah Ward, and I have the honor of sharing with you today what has been on my heart. And you know, as I was preparing uh, to record this podcast, I did something a little bit different. I usually have a running list of topics. I have a running list of notes. I'm it's not often that I'm not capturing things as I learn and, and, and as I engage and as I see. Um, and so I always have plenty of content and plenty of thoughts and plenty of research that I've done that would give me what you might consider um, acceptable content for a podcast. But as I was preparing for this and really asking the heart of the Father, as I sent this transmission from my heart to His, requesting of Him, Father, what is it that I can say on this podcast that would that would rightfully reflect Your heart in this moment for this people? And I, I heard Him ask me a question. And He said this, He said, Elijah, if you had one message to speak right now and maybe even forever if you had one thing to say if you had one chance to communicate the weight of what's on your heart what would you say and I heard I understood this question from him not as a challenge I I understood and I felt the sincerity of his heart and I and I received this question from him as an invitation and I want to I want to tell you anyone who's listening from around the world on whatever day, month, or year that you might be hearing this podcast, whether it's two weeks from now or two centuries from now, I want you to know this one thing, that Yahweh is so incredibly worthy of every moment of your life. He is so incredibly worthy of every moment of your gaze. He's so incredibly worthy of every word that proceeds from the mouth of who you are, whether it is verbal or nonverbal. Our life always has a message. Every action we take is a reflection of the intention that we carry within our heart. And the intention that we carry within our heart, the decisions that we make, is a reflection of that which we meditate on. And if we set ourselves to meditate on and fix our eyes and fix our heart on the one exclusive being in all of creation who is worthy to be the object of our affection and the object of our worship and the very recipient of our gaze. If we can fix our eyes on that, everything else in our life will tell the story. I could live my entire life after this podcast without ever speaking a word of what's happening in my heart and my life will put on display my actions will put on display the obsession of my heart and the thing that I long for the thing that I seek the most will be evident and with that will come the expression of all these incredible things that we desire to see in the earth especially as sons and the church has got this has put a lot of focus on the display of miracles and signs and wonders and you know even Paul in the New Testament said that that that's something characteristic of the of the Hebrews is that they look for the signs and the wonders and when they see that then they'll legitimize something he also mentions about the Greeks that what the Greeks look for is the 
the the path of intellectualism that if they can lo- if they can make the path logical then and they can think their way into the presence and the expression of the kingdom then they'll they'll legitimize it but the truth is that we don't pursue the path of logic and that we don't pursue the path of only seeing the sign and the wonder we pursue the heart that we we have to set ourselves to be inwardly gripped with holy passion so that our every thought and our every meditation is of the Holy One, of the Holy One. Every thought we have is of the holiest of the holies, the one who is seated high above every throne, high above every name, who is so beautiful and so ineffable in his brilliance and the magnitude of his glory that he would be surrounded by myriads and myriads of thousands and thousands of angels innumerable angels and creatures in the earth in the sea and under it and all the creatures in the heavens would be shouting with one voice one uh one celebration of sound screaming holy 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 is the lord god almighty who was and is and is to come i think if we can see what they see, we would never again have an issue engaging and fully giving ourselves to the only one in all of creation who is worthy of receiving us. This is the message that I have to the sons of Yahweh in the earth. This is the message that I have to you as a listener right now, to, um, to my friends who, uh, who, who follow me on the internet, um, to my family who I love so much I would joyfully lay my life down for them. I would joyfully live every day for them too. I wouldn't just die for them. I would live for them every day. This is the message of my heart is that Yahweh is so incredibly worthy of all of our attention, of all of our gaze. And the mystery of the gospel is so much, so weighty, that it doesn't leave any room for question as to the mystery that should obsess us in our everyday life. You know, I once said, um, I, I, I was in a, I went to a grocery store um, locally, and and as I was in there, it was it was so packed. I mean, it was full of people, and it's a small grocery store and a small community. So everyone who was in there was very confused. And I remember being in the line. And I heard the Father tell me specifically, I want you to tell everyone about the mystery of the gospel. And at the same moment that I was terrified because I didn't want to step out and speak to a group of absolute strangers in a grocery store. That's weird, right? I knew in a moment, it's like he transmitted immediately the, the truth of the mystery of the gospel. And I began to prepare myself. <laughs> I was nervous, but... Um, when I got to the front and I, I, pay, I paid for my groceries, I turned around and I looked and it seemed like there was even more people in there. So everyone was confused. People were joking about how everyone in the entire city at that moment must have been in that grocery store. And I began to, I, I just started by saying, excuse me, everybody. And I explained who I was. And I said, I have, I was instructed by God to tell you about the mystery of the gospel. And the mystery of gospel is is not the answer to the question, does God exist? That's not the mystery. Of course he does. The mystery is if God does exist, and if God is just, 
How could he give us his throne? How could a God who is just, who is justified in his judgments, who is holy and righteous, who is a lamb without blemish, a spotless, pure essence, how could he look at us human beings who are, f- who are relatively imperfect to say it nicely, how could he look at us and be so entranced by the beauty of what he's beholding that he would give us a seat with him on his throne? That mystery is enough to obsess me for centuries and centuries to come. And the mystery of why the endless amount of angels would be positioned around and about his throne 24-7, night and day, and in that time frame of all of eternity would never would never be interrupted in their eternal song of celebration as they sing, holy, holy, holy is Yahweh. We have to know why they are singing, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. In fact, I would go as far as to say that it is the it should be the chief obsession of every believer's life. It should be the daily pursuit of every son in the earth to fully understand and fully operate in the revealed purpose as to why there are angels who never stop singing holy 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 is the lord god almighty there's a song sung by a guy named chris burns and it's called holy and in the song he says a line that always just floors me he says All of heaven stands at attention at the power of your great name. They have seen all the universes, but they're still captivated by one man. And this is the obsession that we should have, is that we should understand that that it is not the fact that we aren't moved when we talk about God, when we think about God, when we go to church and have a routine worship service and we hear a routine message and things become numb and we stop feeling as much as we used to feel because we've already seen Him and we've already had encounters with Him and so we think we're familiar with Him. But the problem is that what is holy could never be familiar. What is holy could never be placed on the same pedestal as what's common. In fact, in the book of Ezekiel, there are measurements of the temple in the heavenly places that are being given. And the reason why certain measurements are given for a certain room is because it says that they will, that those who inhabit this room will, will teach about the difference between what is holy and what is common. And I find it so interesting that the opposite of the word holy used in this passage is not unholy, It's not evil, it's common, which means that anything that we treat as as other than uncommon and holy and set apart and consecrated and unlike anything else, anything we deem common cannot be holy. And so we have to treat Yahweh, we have to pursue Yahweh, we have to get our minds out of the religious gutter. And, and get our minds out of that system of enslaved thinking that has taught us that God is a book and God is a song on a Sunday morning. 
and that God is an object to be studied and not a person to be encountered. We've got to come out of that way of thinking and understand that if we treat him as anything other than completely uncommon and unimaginably holy, then we are short-selling ourselves and we will never ever fulfill the scroll that he placed within us. That scroll will be activated by fascination. Your scroll that he placed within you will be activated by fascination when you find out the reason why there are angels that fly around his throne and never ever discontinue their song of holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. This is the message that I have for you. This is the message that I have for me. This is the message that I have for the world, for for the uh, for every person I've ever met and every person I've yet to ever meet. If I had one message to give, if I had one sermon to speak, if I had one teaching to convey, it would be this: that we have to find out the reason why. We have to see. We have to treat what we see in the heavenly places as we behold Yahweh, as the sole obsession of our existence and the chief fulfillment of everything that we have set out to accomplish. So I bless you with this today and I, I, just, I just pray that you would be overwhelmed by the content of what you see when you lift your eyes to behold the one and true Holy King. Shalom.